0: Hey everyone, I'm Jen Garrett and welcome to the Move the Ball podcast. On this podcast, we are going to talk about how to succeed in business and in life by putting winning strategies into practice to help you advance faster. So if you're looking to move forward and reach that next level of greatness, then you are in the right place. Now get ready. Let's suit up, show up, and move the ball. Hey everyone, Jen Garrett here and I'm back for another episode of Move the Ball but this episode is very different than the ones before it. Inside the huddle today is not an amazing guest, nope, it's just me. And the reason for this is that today is a very special day for me as it is the 29th of June, and it also happens to be my birthday, yay me! Another year older, but I'm really just 29 again. Now, originally I had a very special guest that I was planning on doing an interview with today, This one particular person that I had in mind would have been perfect for today because today would have been his half birthday. So I thought it would be kind of cool as we both would have something to celebrate. But due to scheduling conflicts, we weren't able to get to record. And so I'll have to have him on the show later on. So while I was thinking about who else would I want to be the guest for the episode that would release on my birthday, I had this great idea that why not just have it be me since it is my special day after all. Now, I hope that doesn't sound too self-absorbed or even narcissistic, but you know, one thing I've really come to appreciate in my life is that life is so short and you never know when today is going to be your last. So we really need to make every day count and try to do something special each and every day, do something that's meaningful for us. So since today is my birthday... I wanted to do something special and meaningful for this episode. But first, I just want to thank you for listening to this one that's just with me. The next show is going to be back to normal with another awesome guest. So this is what I want to talk about today. Seven months ago, I left my corporate job and I went all in on my business and focusing on growing the Move the Ball brand. Now, I'm sure many of you listening are familiar with my story and what happened in my life, that event that really shifted my focus onto being an entrepreneur. So I'm not gonna rehash it here. And if you haven't heard that story, I do share it in the very first episode of the Move the Ball podcast, so I hope you'll take a few minutes at some point to listen to that episode. It's about a 10-minute segment, and I think you'll find it inspiring, or I hope so at least. Seven months ago, I left my job. Four months ago, I kicked off this podcast. I was super motivated, had a plan. I was on my way, ready to take on the world. Three months ago, the coronavirus shut down life as we knew it. So what did I do? Did I panic? No. Was I a bit worried? Yes. But then I got over it and I figured out, okay, what adjustments do I need to make so that I can continue to move the ball? What I want to share with all of you on today's show are some lessons that I've come to appreciate over the past few months. And the first one is this. Incredible change happens in your life when you decide to take control of what you do have power over instead of craving control over what you don't. So let me explain this further. Right now we are going through uncertain and unprecedented times. We are living in a new normal. I don't have control over a lot of things that are going on right now, neither do you. But what I can do is I can control what I choose to do each and every day. Prior to coronavirus, most of my business was focused on corporate workshops, training, speaking events, live in-person conferences and events. Well, then we had the stock market start to collapse. Businesses started shutting down. Opportunities that I was in discussions with corporate clients on were now put on hold indefinitely. So essentially, most of my business was non existent for now. And I could have gotten stressed out over that, said it's time to hang it up. And I guess it's, well, time to go back to the corporate world and find a job. But that's not what I did. I took some time and I figured out what my new game plan needed to be. I focused on controlling what was controllable to me. Life is all about pivoting and making adjustments. So is business and so is sports. I'm sure if you've been listening to some prior episodes, you've heard that from both entrepreneurs as well as professional athletes. So I looked at how I could shift my business, the thing that I had control over, how could I shift it and offer other services that were geared more so towards individuals versus the corporate space that wasn't really spending money on the services that I had before. So I put that plan into motion, and it's been working pretty well for me. But The reason I share this is because I focused on what I could control and I didn't worry about the rest. I didn't make excuses and I approached this whole situation as just another obstacle that I needed to tackle. When I viewed it that way, that this was another obstacle that I didn't have control over, but I could control how I navigated forward, the stress or the worry that I did have kind of went away. But one other thing I'm really proud of myself and I want to share with you is not once during February, March, April, as all of this was unfolding, did I ever consider going back to work or saying, maybe I need to hang it up and find a job. I never thought that. And I also never regretted the decision to leave my job to focus on this business. So I went full speed ahead. I ramped up some marketing activities and other initiatives to grow my brand awareness and exposure. I increased my advertising budget instead of pulling back in this uncertain time. And a lot of other businesses, guys, were pulling back their spending and activities because they wanted to cut costs. They didn't know what the future looked like, and neither did I. But I was confident that I was going to figure this out. I was committed, and I was all in on this business. And that means sticking through whatever it is that you're working on no matter what. And also, I wanted to have a story on the other side of this coronavirus situation, I wanted to be able to share with people that I didn't back down, that I weathered the storm, and that I was able to thrive and survive the situation. So I wanted to be able to say that I moved the ball, and that I got across the goal line. And it's having that confidence and focusing on what you can control, that's really going to help you to do that. So that takes me to point two. Lesson number two is surround yourself with people who empower you to be better. In my book, Move the Ball, there's a chapter called Are You With Me? That chapter discusses the importance of having the right people on your team with you, who you surround yourself with really matters. So how do you know if you have the right people in your circle? Well, here's the test I'm going to give you. Think about where you want to be in three years or five years, and then tell your current network of friends what your goals are, what your plans are. If they say, wow, that's awesome. Good luck. You can do it. Those I'm going to tell you are the wrong people in your circle. That doesn't mean get rid of them, but let me explain. You want people that are supportive, but you also want people that are going to say, cool, that's what I'm doing too, and that are super excited about your goal because they've either done it or they're on the path to doing it. And the reason for this is you want to surround yourself with people who know best practices and can push you and challenge you, not just people that are going to flatter you or be a cheerleader. You are the average of the five people you surround yourself with. I know you've seen that quote before or heard it before. So do you want people that you interact with on a day to day basis to be people that are going to help you to move the bone by giving you guidance and strategies? Or do you want people that are just going to be supporters? It's important to have both. But from the day to day interaction, you want to make sure that you have the right people in your inner circle that are going to help you to propel forward. Again, you want that moral support too. don't get me wrong. But It's important to have people that are going to push you out of your comfort zone, challenge what you're doing, share their perspectives and their lessons learned with you so that you can accelerate your progress as well. So let's go to number three. The third lesson that I wanted to share was that when someone doesn't believe in you, it's important to realize that their understanding or their affirmation is not necessary for your progress or for your success. You have to get comfortable with rejection and being told no. I can't tell you how many times I've been rejected or discounted or dismissed over the seven years that I've spent growing the Move the Ball brand and trying to do different projects. And you know, the biggest hurdle is rejection. When you're looking to move the ball in business and in life, be ready for that rejection. The true difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is that truly successful people do all the things that unsuccessful people don't want to do. And so when 10 doors are slammed in their face, they go to door number 11 enthusiastically with a smile on their face. They don't let those 10 other closed doors affect their zest and their enthusiasm. They keep just moving forward and plugging away and trying to find the doors that are going to say, yes so the doors that are going to open. So, so lose the fear of rejection because that fear of rejection holds us back from living that life that we really want to live. You know, the majority of people view rejection as a negative thing that should be avoided at all costs. This is the path of least resistance, I'll call it, because people don't want to be rejected. But then what happens is they end up settling for a lower quality life and compromising their happiness because, they just don't want to get rejected instead of pushing themselves. And if you get rejected here and there, it's okay. And so I want you to shift your view of rejection from being a negative thing to being something positive and necessary in order to grow. We need that. Rejection is one of the pathways to living a high quality life because with every rejection, you do move a step closer to achieving the success that you want in your life. And I have found that through my own experiences, as well as through other high performing people that I've had the pleasure to get to talk to on the show, as well as uh, just through other activities. And speaking of the show, on May 25th, which was just last month, May 25th is my son's birthday. And I released a special podcast episode on that day, as well with a gentleman named Daryl Stinson, who played college football at Central Michigan University. And he shares his powerful story of his suicide attempts and how he got a second chance at life. Daryl is just an incredible person. And I encourage you to check out that episode. It's so motivating, so inspiring. But in that episode, Daryl also discusses his view on rejection. And one thing that he says is rejection is a redirection of where you are meant to be. And so, I, I'm not going to spoil it, but there are some other insights on what he thinks of rejection. So, if that's a topic that's of interest to you and how to deal and overcome rejection, go listen to that episode. So, those are the three lessons that I really wanted to share uh, that I've really appreciated on this journey. But there's a couple other things I'll, I'll say before I close. First off, entrepreneurship, I've been at it seven months now. It's a roller coaster. I've never met an entrepreneur that hasn't agreed with that. And if you're an entrepreneur listening, I'm sure you're nodding your head. You know what I'm talking about. There are highs, there are lows. There's are so many different emotions that you experience. The path ahead is uncertain. There's no guaranteed paycheck like there is with a corporate job. And honestly, I have no idea where exactly the Move the Ball brand is going to go. No entrepreneur knows exactly where their brand or their business is going to go. I have plans. I have goals. I know where I want to take it. But there's no certainty that everything I want is going to happen. So it's important to enjoy the journey. Whether you're an entrepreneur or not, it's important to enjoy the journey And, you know, for me, I I am enjoying making some money, but I'm going to say that what I've appreciated the most through all of this, two things. One is the most amazing people that I've been able to connect with, to work with, to partner with, collaborate with. But secondly, which is, I think this is the most important thing, and I kind of saved it for the end and the thing that I'm the most proud of is that I've been showing up every day as my true authentic self, one a person that is not afraid to hold back anything in my story. And the reason why I wanted to save this for last, and I share this, is because when I was in the corporate space, as a senior leader, for me, it was always about projecting success, strong leadership. You didn't talk about being vulnerable or any struggles that you had. We just didn't talk about it. You didn't want people to know when you had moments of weakness. You always had to put on this face of being a powerful woman who knew how to get stuff done. And now that I've gone on this entrepreneurial mode, I've become really comfortable with sharing all of who I am, not just the fun parts, but the embarrassing parts, the struggles. And what I really let go of was the fear of judgment. Now I share my stories. And if someone doesn't like it, I mean, I post all the time on LinkedIn, Facebook, and I'll get vulnerable. And if that doesn't work for someone, And they want to hate on the story. And yes, there have been haters, and that's their choice. But I'm not afraid to share those things because you never know who could really use and connect with your stories. And before I was afraid to share those things, I used to hide, for example, that I was a single parent because I felt like it made me appear weaker. And as an executive leader, people might not think as highly of me or my abilities because I may have to go home or be gone from work because of family stuff, just as an example. And looking back, I don't necessarily think people viewed me that way, but I also was very mindful of not sharing any struggles because I didn't want people to view that as weakness. And so for me, I'd say the biggest reason why I wanted to do this solo episode today was to encourage you to have the courage to put yourself out there, you know, share who you are, be completely comfortable with your story. It takes a little while to get that comfort. But when you let go of that fear of judgment, it's so much easier to just share and to be unapologetically you. And if that doesn't work for someone, then they don't need to be in your circle. And for me, I I guess before I felt like I had to try to please everybody because I was trying to get this next corporate gig and I didn't want them to know these other vulnerable pieces because that might be what turned them off from wanting to hire me and now looking back like if someone is turned off because of my story then they aren't the right customer for me because i want to be proud of my story and share that with people so i hope that me sharing that with you really gives you some courage to be unapologetically you your voice matters your story matters and the world needs to see you for your entire authentic self nothing else so don't be afraid of sharing those not so fun vulnerable parts. The right people are going to be attracted to you. Uh, They're going to want to be in your network and the rest don't matter. So thank you for letting me share that with you. I didn't intend to make this as long of a a podcast episode, but it was really important for me just to kind of share some of these lessons and kind of what I've been thinking and feeling and what's on my heart, so to speak. There is one last thing that I do want to mention because I'm really, really excited about it. I just kicked off a new community on Facebook for amazing women. It's called She's Got Game and She's Got Game represents a movement for women focused on personal as well as professional development, business success, motivation and inspiration. And what I really want to do with this movement is to reverse the stereotype that women don't support other women. In this day and age, when women are accomplishing so much in various fields, it's important to remember to lift each other up. And through the power of collaboration, women can form this alliance that creates connections based on shared experiences, shared life and career goals. Because I really feel that alone a woman has power, but together we have impact. And so I just wanted to share that I recently, just within the last week, stood up the She's Got Game community. It's on Facebook. Really, again, it's supposed to be a place where women can unite to share resources, provide inspiration, receive invaluable advice from other women who have experiences and celebrate triumphs as well. I talked earlier about surrounding yourself with the right people. I really wanted to have a community and a forum where women felt like that they were surrounded by the right people that could help them uh, by sharing Resources, advice, guidance, mentoring, that kind of a thing. So if you are a woman, I invite you to join this amazing community. You can find it at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash power and impact. And I'll have that link in the show notes. And if you're a fella and have some awesome kick ass women in your circle, please encourage and invite them to join the group. It's an awesome group so far. And I'd love to have more ladies join in. So that's all I'm going to say about that. I think it's time to conclude today's episode. My final thoughts to you all are this. We are living in an uncertain and tumultuous time. The question I want you to think about is, are you being a person of vision and doing what matters to you to move the ball? Or are you just reacting to the noise that's out there? How are you behaving in this time of uncertainty? We need you at your best right now to lead, to drive change, and to help others. And if you aren't already doing so, I want you to answer the call to lead and be that light that someone needs in their day to renew their hope in humanity, to give them energy and to give them strength. So be that light today, guys, and shine brightly. Thank you so much for listening to the special episode of Move the Ball. It means a lot to me to have you listen to my birthday episode. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast and also leave a review. That would be an awesome birthday present. No pressure. All right, everyone, until next time, keep up the great work and each day, make sure that you suit up, you show up and you move the ball. Thank you for listening to Move the Ball. To see more about what I'm up to and how I can help you to move the ball, check out my website at www.jenniferagarrett.com.